0: Baby Wilber plus interviews, baby will be interviews, Baby will be interviews, who's with you today, who's with you today? And here
1: is David. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very pleased that today's guest is Duncan Paven, who's done My Fair Heart and other films. So if people are watching this, then stay tuned. So yes. A question, Duncan. Hi,
2: Dave. Thank thank you for having me on.
1: You're more than welcome. When did you decide you wanted to work in film? Um, so I
2: think uh, I've always always loved film. Um ever since I was a very, very young kid. I think growing up um as you did, kind of like I was growing up during the eighties. I was born in the late seventies, growing up in the eighties. Mm. And uh I think um we were spoilt for sort of some really entertaining films in the eighties. Yeah. Um, and also kind of like the birth of VHS so home video. And mm-hmm. you know. so we started to watch, I was about sort of some of my earliest memories watching, um, videos and films was when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And, and the first film I ever watched on VHS, was <laughs> Indiana Jones, Oh, my. Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is like one of my favorite, I was watched it at a friend's house and, <laughs> you know, he had a, his dad worked for radio rental. So he had, like he was the first person we knew with a video player. And, um, I think I'd always loved movies growing up, but then I was probably about, um, probably around about sort of 15, 16. And I started to watch films very, very differently. And then when I went to uh, college, I took a a, 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 GCSE in media studies. Um, after well, I'd gone to do a levels in, 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 uh, sort English and classics and art. And I took a GCSE in media just as an, an extra <laughs> kind of subject and just fell in love with it. And after a year of doing that, I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up doing a BTEC in media after my A-levels. Um, and just, they had to, <laughs> me and my friend Paul in particular were uh. the first people there and the last people to leave. It was, <laughs> Just, uh, just absolutely loved every minute of doing the different, well, you know, learning about the different aspects. Of- mm-hmm. So I think it was then. I think probably around sort of 16, 17 uh, I knew that that's what I wanted to do.
1: What was the what was uh, that inspired you?
2: Wow. Um, so the inspiration, um, a number of things. I think I always loved storytelling. Um, so I think obviously seeing those movies growing up as a kid you know we grew up like as I say kind of in the 80s and watching films like I don't know sort of you know E.T. and Indiana Jones and those kind of movies but when I got to about sort of 12 or 13 I started to watch films like um, One Flew... I shouldn't have been watching them I was too young but I started to watch watch films like uh, One Flew of the Cookies Nest and (laughs) Deer Hunter and Alien and uh, you know films like that which were probably like yeah i was i was too young to probably watch well, i was too young to be watching but i loved them um, they kind of changed the way i sort of watched films and and realized that films like one flew over the Cookies Nest could be both uh entertaining but incredibly powerful and and about serious subjects and and they weren't all about kind of science fiction or explosions or adventure they were about people as well um so those sort of films really inspired me um you know, and I think uh, when I was at college, there was a, a particular person that really inspired me, and he was one of my tutors. He was my classics tutor. Oh, my. and uh, he he had a huge love of film. But he loved theatre and the arts, and he would come in and talk about film uh, in a way that I'd never heard anyone talk about. You know, he'd come in and talk about uh, films. like Well, the Hitchcock films, such, such as Rope, and uh, sort of Polanski films, such as Knife in the Water, and and then he came in one day and he started talking about a film oh. called Reservoir Dogs he'd seen, um, which you know obviously was the birth of Tarantino. And, oh. and I managed to to get hold of a copy, um, and uh, and I, I just watched it. I think every day for about a hundred days straight. I just became obsessed with it, <laughs> um, and I just started to. I think I think my, the way my tutor Mick uh, talked about film. Just really inspired me and again. Made me look at it differently. So uh, he uh, he was a huge influence, and he he had a great way of kind of making storytelling really interesting. He would talk to us about the Greek classical kind of uh-huh. plays and things, and then he would sort of talk about something that we'd watched like on the telly or, or in cinema, uh-huh. and he has to link the two and sort of tell us, well, this would you know these these films wouldn't have happened without sort of Greek mythology yeah. or Greek. Greek literature. So he was a huge inspiration. I started to watch films that I'd <laughs> very, very differently, completely, uh, uh, completely differently and, and, and films that I never would have come across. So um, that was a big inspiration.
1: Question three, what are the challenges of working in the industry?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, that, that question could have easily been, what aren't the challenges? <laughs> they, there are loads of challenges. Uh, you know I suppose um, I suppose a lot of the challenges start very much with yourself I think um like believing you can do it believing in the stories you want to tell um, the the next challenges come in obviously finding the right people to work with um, you know that's a big part of it um, I think there are challenges as obviously you know in terms of uh, i suppose having the opportunities as well to meet people and to find mm-hmm. the right people the opportunities to learn well, um, you know i think that there's been a lot of talk over the last few years and rightly so about well, the opportunities that people are given from different backgrounds uh, different abilities um, not everybody gets the same opportunities as the next person yep. um,
0: yeah.
2: i count myself uh, relatively fortunate that um, I was able to like access college and, and in the way I did and, you know, but I didn't go to university. Um, I, you know, I went to college and learned sort of about film and TV. Then I was fortunate that through my relationships outside of that, um, through playing sport, I, I, I got to know uh, a composer called Barrington Phelong who uh, became a dear friend. Um, and I worked for him, um, when I left college, um, but there's a lot of hard work involved. And even though i probably had opportunities and through the relationships I've built, I still had to work really hard and we still work really hard now, but a lot of people don't even have or believe they have the opportunity um, to, to even get a chance to do that, to even get into college or university or you know, believe that those sort of kind of jobs or roles are even possible. So I think that's a massive challenge. Yeah. um you know I, I i you know I had to work really hard myself, and I probably had you know I was very fortunate to have a very supportive kind of environment to grow up in and 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 was encouraged to do those things um but not everybody has that, yeah. so that's a big challenge I think once you get to that point though um it's it's knowing where to go and and trusting your own ability and yeah. trusting other people. Yeah. Um, but once you get to that point, once you start to make things, um, a lot of the challenges are in the practicalities of filmmaking. Uh, when we made my Feral Heart, that was um, in a weird way the easy part <laughs> was, was was making it. I think because we just uh, we managed to sort of collectively raise enough money to make it. Um, you know, certainly get obviously when we say make it, but make the first. Um, Um, You know, sort of film it and uh, have a first draw, so first cut rather. Um, We were still raising money at the time to complete the film, but we Mm. fortunately had the money come in before the end uh, of of production, which was great. Um, But in many ways, the the making it was kind of the easy part, the the, the part that comes after. I mean, it takes a lot of hard work, obviously, but um, from a lot of people, and it wouldn't happen without that. But the hardest part was getting the film out there and being seen. that's probably the hardest part of the process and that's one of the biggest challenges I've come across mm-hmm. um, and I've witnessed you know in the work that other people put in to get the film out there and yep. you know, obviously we, we, we supported each other in that and did as much as we could to support the film you know but we had no, no real real budget to market the film or very little budget to market the film we had people came on did some brilliant work for that like, pr work for us mm-hmm. um you know on, on you know on a very small budget and then we did a lot ourselves in terms of making calls and doing things on social media and just building relationships with people to try and get the film out there and 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 get um get the exposure that we w- would hopefully ensure that it got viewed by people and and obviously you know found an audience so yeah, so that's one. Of, that was certainly one of the biggest challenges, I think. And um, but confidence is a, long, a lot of things, and obviously opportunity. I mean, you can give opportunity to everyone, but you still have you still have to believe in what you're doing. Um, but some people don't even get that opportunity. They need that belief before they get the opportunity. Um, and some of those opportunities need to be provided by those people who are already in the industry who are willing to give them a chance. So um, it's not just about you know what your upbringing is like or your environment it's about the people in the industry as well giving people an opportunity um which which i you know i I do see there is a change in that um but we've got a long way to go
1: what changes would you like to see to make what changes would you like to see to change to make the to make make the industry more accessible Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) i mean i yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's a, a good question because that sort of follows on from what I've said. I think opportunity is a big thing. I think being able to, the changes I would like to see personally, is that, um, I mean, only last week, there were talks of cutting um, funding for the arts in education by 50%. Mm-hmm. For me, that's, that's, it should be increasing by 50%, not, not, <laughs> not cutting. Um, the arts is something really, um, for me, and I'm not just being biased because it's something I love. <laughs> the arts is so so important to people. Um, music, film, uh, theatre, you know, different types of creative. You know, we're talking about art, we're talking about you know mm-hmm. so many different sort of sectors. But the creative kind of uh, sort of industry is so important to everyday life there are very few people who don't have a favorite band or very favorite film or a favorite, you know, kind of book or, you know, or or don't have a favorite TV show. And I think that we all need entertainment, but we also need um, these creative sectors and industries because because it helps us sometimes, you know, when, when we're feeling a certain way, it can help, uh, help, you know, give us hope. It can help, you know, change the way we think it can help educate people. And not everybody learns in the same way. Not everybody learns in a classroom. (laughs) Everybody learns by sort of doing uh, maths and and, and English and learning spelling and things like that. Some people learn by doing things and being practical and creative. And some Mm -hmm. people can learn the things that maybe others can academically by being creative. So what I'd love to see, the change I'd love to see is is the arts and creative kind of industries being funded Mm -hmm. through in education. For more opportunities to be creative within the industry for all, for everybody, so there is more accessibility, whether it's about people's disability, whether it's about people's uh, culture, um, you know, whether the, you know about their race, you know, <laughs> or, or, or or the you know their gender. I would love to see equal opportunities for everybody, for everybody to go into school or college and think, you know, when they see people doing certain jobs, to think I can do that you know, which I don't think everybody does. I don't think everybody goes into school thinking I can be, you know, I can be an actor or I can be a director or I can be a musician. Um, aside from that, I don't think everybody goes into college or school thinking I could be a lawyer or I can be, no. you know, I, I, I can be a, a scientist or whatever, <laughs> or a doctor. I think that, you know, what I'd like to see more universally is not just changing the industry, but change in how we educate and how we recognize, people learn differently and that's something that you know it's too late you know um if if we try and do that kind of after people have gone through education things can be done but what we need to do is look at how we we're educating and how we're learning and how people you know that's both the opportunities people have to learn in different ways because there are you know i believe that everybody has something special about them that they can that they can achieve um, and that they can find in their future, whether it is work or whether it is voluntary or whether it is, mm-hmm. you know, what, in whatever way that they have, um, I believe everybody has something that they they can find that they enjoy and can do for the rest of their life um, and brings, you know, a sense of self-worth and pride and enjoyment from. Mm-hmm. I, I, essentially, yeah, I wouldn't, I, I don't want to see <laughs> In the arts and i certainly want to see more investment in the arts but a better understanding for people to be better educated i think um in schools but also for people to be able to get better educated in the industry as well to provide more opportunities what
1: have well, you got planned for the future
2: um okay so uh, <laughs> lots hopefully we have got lots planned but um hopefully much much more after that so um this year, um, we well, I mean, we we. I'm um, due to obviously the, the the pandemic. We've we've had a couple of things kind of pushed back a bit. No. We were due to shoot. Um, so I was I, I I've written a, a project and um, called the other side, which Jane, who directed My Throat Heart, was no. uh, is is directing. Um, we were due to shoot that over the last sort of year or so, but obviously with everything that's happened, we've pushed that back. So we hopefully. Are going to be shooting that next year um and that's going to be produced by wendy griffin who who um you know is uh, currently sort of working on numerous projects herself jane's about to direct something else at the moment <laughs> as well so we're hoping to shoot that next year uh this year now um i'm taking an earlier step into directing um so i've written a short film which i'm i'm going to be directing as well in june end of june um with um the brilliant Susanna Hamilton playing the lead role um she's she's absolutely wonderful um and that's going to be produced by Karen Newman who produced a film called um Just Charlie um and in well later this year uh, we are gearing up to shoot a feature film as well which I'm also directing oh wow so um and that's called uh, the Hidden Kind. Uh, there's a little bit of, I suppose, a little bit of <laughs> secrecy around that one, but we've already kind of secured funding for that, and we've got <laughs> that in place. Um, but there'll be more sort of announcements, sort of further along through the year. Um, so that's what we've got planned this year. Then hopefully the the other side um, will be shooting in Scotland and <laughs> next year. Uh, and hopefully there's a couple of other projects we've got planned. Um, which hopefully we'll be doing sort of towards the latter part of next year or the middle to the latter part of next year. So there's lots of plans. And <laughs> hopefully there's no more uh, hiccups <laughs> with, with things along the way. Obviously the pandemic's had a huge impact upon, uh, everybody. Um, and, and in particular the arts, um, I mean, theatres had it even worse than film and TV, um, you know, and, and obviously music as well, but, um, but the film industry has, has obviously uh, had to pause for a large part of it and uh, with cinemas closed, opening again next week, which is good news, it's made it very difficult to um, to obviously move forward. Um, so hopefully, we, we, with the promising news about, you know, <laughs> about things sort of easing up and we've obviously, uh, people are vaccinated and... Uh, <laughs> Things getting a little bit safer so um people can start to sort of uh we can start to make sort of more secure plans about when we're going to be sort of filming and and moving forward which is good
1: yes, That's sure. thank you very much to Duncan for doing it for me today you're welcome you're welcome and
2: what, i was gonna i was gonna turn the tables and ask you what what have you got planned next what's what's next for you david
1: i've got Quite a few podcasts. I got a list of people I'm interviewing. Okay. Which is gig Buddies, Yourself, People from Media Club, and a friend of mine. So quite a lot coming up from the project side, <coughs> Media Club, and other things with Film okay. festivals, So, yes. That's a lot coming up for me as well.
2: Excellent, and and um, and, and judging by your, uh, your <laughs> shirt, shirt you're wearing, you've got a Europa League final to watch as well.
1: Yeah, I have. I'm a big United <laughs> fan. <laughs> I
2: uh, I was at a Europa League final about eleven years ago with with, oh, yeah. with my team, Fulham. So uh, <laughs> we managed to we managed to, to to get there a few years ago. We didn't win it, but we we got there. It was an amazing. Oh, yeah, uh, so uh, yeah. So it's it's not that far away now, is it? The the final twenty
1: of me right okay so everyone that's listening that's the end of today's podcast a big thank you to duncan and who turned the tables on me as well so if anyone (laughs) else would like to do it i'd much appreciate it thank you very much to all have a good afternoon will interview